Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Jesse. Oh, that's me. Hi. How are you? I'm great. It's always good when it's Friday and I get to talk to you. Oh, lovely. Fabby noodles. And we've got uh, Emma Gabriel Garcia. How are you? Mmm, sickly. <laughs> well, I say Emma, uh, listeners, we've probably got Helen Daniels instead from Neighbours with her coffee throaty deep voice from the early 90s <laughs> that means nothing to me but i was gonna say for americans just think kathleen turner i mean which is very sexy i should I, say I'm, I'm here for it kathleen turner and serial mum we can yeah that would be would be a bad thing would it no, <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> In the last week uh listeners you'll be able to tell that emma's taken up her 80 day smoking habit so <laughs> It's my uh, New Year's resolution. <laughs> Most people do quit it, but you've, you've promised to start, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, just chain smoking. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, okay, so there's loads of things to talk about this week. So we've got the FA Cup, uh, we've got African Nations, we've got the Asian Cup, uh, bits and bobs of leagues, news, transfers, it's still the January transfer window, and the Premier League. Uh, and we're hoping, listeners, uh, for a, a very special guest later on. So... Uh, first of all, we will talk about the FA Cup. So that started on Tuesday. So Tuesday's fixtures were uh, Wolves 3, Brentford 2, uh, Birmingham City 2, Hull 1, Bolton 1, Luton 2, uh, Bristol City 1, West Ham 0, and Eastleigh 1, Newport 3. Eastleigh were the bottom-ranked team left in the competition. Uh, they lost 3-1 at home to Newport County. Newport, who now, uh, of League 2, Newport, who now... Uh, get a home fixture to Manchester United um, where they'll get a £400,000 TV cash injection um, I want to talk to you about West Ham uh, guys because uh, they're in 6th place they're in absolutely zero danger of being dragged into any kind of relegation scrap whatsoever they um, went out 5-0 in the Carabao Cup to Liverpool last month and now they've just been knocked out of um, the FA Cup 1-0 to Bristol City. That was a... Um, this is kind of a mischance for, for West Ham, isn't it? To have a bit of excitement this season. Do you not think? Does it show that they just don't care enough? Or David Moyes doesn't care? Yeah. It, it seems a bit of a poor effort. I know they've lost players to... AFCON, Hamid Kudos has gone to AFCON and, and um, things like that, but it would be nice if if you're a West Ham fan and you know you're in no sort of league trouble this season, then 
I don't know, you'd be quite excited about a little cup run, wouldn't you? I mean, you're also a West Ham fan. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, yeah. What a weird bunch, though. Are they come? Yeah, like, half of them want David Moyes to leave. The other half of them, like, I guess kind of like him. <laughs> and I don't know if there's, like, some sort of weird civil war <laughs> between <laughs> them. And I don't, I don't understand them. Like, he's doing a good job, right? You won a European trophy. Yeah. You're not getting relegated. But wouldn't you have wanted a bit of excitement going on a nice little... I know you don't like the FA Cup, but, you know, sort of going on a little... <laughs> A little exciting You're cup journey. the wrong person. I am asking the wrong person. Yeah, but, you know, a little exciting cup journey to go plodding along. You had lower league opposition here. Um, or yeah. do you want to be playing extra games that are, like, detracting from your regular season in that which you maybe could be pushing for a European place? Yeah, that was my thought. <laughs> was that your thought, was it? It was. That was, was it? When I said that they don't care, and Emma fleshed it out beautifully. She's my translator. Yeah. Okay. Didn't you know that we we were all like me and Jesse were like psychically connected. Oh, okay. So in the same way that yeah. sort of you know, it's when, a woman thing. When yeah, like when you spend too much time together, women's sort of cycles interact. Your brains interact yeah. as well. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so it was, a, it was a very strange goal. Has everyone seen this Bristol City goal? You're <laughs> asking the wrong person. <laughs> so basically, the goalkeeper sort of uh, cleared it out from his box. It was like a slide kick. He sort of kicked it out to the halfway line. And the ball ended up with a West Ham defender who passed the ball back to the goalkeeper without looking. And da da da, a. Um, Tommy Conway, the Bristol City's player, was uh, in on the back pass like a flash round of the keeper, Fabianski, and slotted away and scored the only goal. And Ashton Gate, where Bristol City play, was a thumping. It was um, uh, it was an exciting place to be. Um, Wednesday, so uh, Blackpool 2, Nottingham Forest 3. Forest were 2 the up in that game, so um, that had an exciting time. That, uh, few minutes, that went to extra time. Uh, Bristol Rovers 1, Norwich 3, and Everton 1, Crystal Palace 0. Andre Gomez free kick, Emma, your boy. Oh, he's so handsome. Yeah, and so absent. I didn't know he was still there, honestly, until he <laughs> popped up a couple weeks ago, um, scoring a, a league goal for them. And I was like, wait, what? That one? <laughs> he was on loan in League he, 1 last season. Here? Wasn't he at Lille yeah. or somewhere last season? And I, I thought they'd let him go. Yeah. Uh, and so... Um, uh, and so that's, that's a result you're not interested in. Are you are you lost in his eyes? Because, I feel like poor I mean... Chris has the two of us when <laughs> normally he would have some other some other voice to be like, yeah, I saw that match. No, I'm <laughs> trying I'm trying to find the next <laughs> fixtures. I saw the highlights, and Emma and I are just like, hey. <laughs> you know, like yeah, we we've, we've got lives. We know about that game that happened. <laughs> There's a handsome man there. Right. <laughs> No, that's fine. I'm just trying to find the fixtures for the FA Cup. Bear with me one second. So, all the replays we're playing. So, um, next week is Bournemouth versus Swansea. And then, over the course of the weekend, uh, on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, this is a lot of fixtures. I'm reading out more than what I thought. Uh, Bristol City versus Forest. Chelsea, Aston Villa, Sheffield... Why don't you just pick the good ones? 
I do all of them. I've got 20 minutes till our guest turns up. So, you know, I've got to flesh this I out. I tell my FA Cup story. Go on then, let me read this out. You can tell your FA Cup story. Okay, good. Uh, Bristol City, Forest, Chelsea, Aston Villa, Sheffield Wednesday, Coventry, Tottenham, Spurs, Ipswich, Maidstone United, Everton, Luton, no. Leeds, Plymouth. Tottenham, Spurs? Did I say Tottenham, Spurs? You did. Oh, sorry, Tottenham, Man City. Sorry. Are you guys finally playing each other? You know, if we could finally play ourselves, we might win. That's the ruin of many a teenage boy. Yeah. Um, Ipswich. We find a way to lose. <laughs> Ipswich, Maidstone, Everton, Luton, Leeds, Plymouth, Leicester, Birmingham, Sheffield United, Brighton, Fulham, Newcastle, uh, West Brom, Wolves, Watford, Southampton, Liverpool, Norwich, Newport, Manchester United, and finally, Blackburn versus Wrexham. Jesse, what is your FA Cup story? Okay, so, as promised, this has nothing to do with actual football, mm-hmm. but when I was getting my driver's license, or waiting to get my driver's license, my father drove me to the wherever you go to get your driver's license the, 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 DMV. the DMV thank you well, that's and I'm work. very nervous because I'm not a driver so we're sitting in the car waiting to like you know pull up and take your turn to do your parallel parking and my father was distracting me and we look across the highway and there is a banner and my father reads it sort of phonetically in Spanish as fuck up hmm which is what, and we cracked each other up because he has basically said, fuck up. And that is what we have called it since I was 17 years old. The fuck I'm up. I'm always going to call it that now. Right? You're welcome, yeah. everyone. He wasn't so describing your driving, was he? About it. That wasn't an observation on your driving, was it? No, you have to like wait in your vehicle until with like a, you know, an actual licensed driver because you're not it yet. And then when you get to your turn, you go into the driver's seat and then the like DMV person goes into the passenger seat. Right. My experience of driving instructors in America is limited to Patty and Selma and also the film License to Drive, where the guy does his driving test and the instructor has a cup of coffee on the dashboard and says, if any of that coffee spills, you've failed. Ooh. No, the best driver's ed in movies is in Clueless when she crashes into all of the mailboxes and she drives another yes. side of the car <laughs> and then she says oops well can I take it again yeah I find it weird how Alicia Silverstone is now playing um, the mum in Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies because you know the last thing I probably saw her in was Clueless and now she's someone's mum so sure. <laughs> um, okay moving on to AFCON uh, so I'm not going to go through every single game and group uh, of this last week Um but I was just going to mention a few bits and bobs. So, uh, host Ivory Coast lost 1-0 to uh, Nigeria in Group A. Uh, William Troost Ikong scored a penalty. And Equatorial Guinea beat Guinea-Bissau 4-2. So, um, after Chris, two... William Troost, the, the captain of Nigeria, is wearing synthetic boots to show awareness for climate change. Therefore, I love him. Hang on. Shouldn't he be wearing organic boots rather than synthetic ones? Have I got the wrong end of the stick? Hold on. I will tell you right now. They are made out of bamboo, corn waste, and other sustainable materials. Oh, no, that's really good. Sorry, I thought you meant synthetic. They're made out of some sort of man-made plastic fiber or something. Oh, yeah, no. They're just not leather. Sorry, go on, say that again. What are they made out of? So... Captain William Trustekong is wearing boots made from bamboo, corn waste, and other sustainable materials, seeking to raise awareness on climate change and football. Oh, 
Excellent. Well, they obviously did him okay. some good the other day. Um, Guinea-Bissau beat, uh, sorry, Equatorial Guinea beat Guinea-Bissau 4-2. So uh, after two games, um, Equatorial Guinea top on four points. Then it's Nigeria four points. Ivory Coast on three and Guinea-Bissau on nil. Uh, so the last round of games will be Equatorial Guinea versus Ivory Coast and Guinea-Bissau versus Nigeria. Uh, Group B last night. This was a fun game. This was Egypt to Ghana two. Uh, there were three goals in five minutes here. Who watched this? <laughs> Emma, Emma, say yes, and then and then answer his questions with just whatever your thoughts are. Okay, yes. Uh, Mo Salah got injured, possibly done his hamstring. That was my favorite bit. What, <laughs> Emma? <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, most Salah was injured in the first half. Um, uh, Inaki Williams responsible for giving a goal away. Yeah, terrible. He tried passing the ball back to the goalkeeper and didn't spot the striker. Uh, he had quite. A... The first thing that you learn when you start playing is don't pass back towards your keeper. Don't pass to the people in the oh, different coloured shirts. <laughs> also, that he knows better. He had quite a quiet game. Um, He's it, just getting into it. It was subbed. Yeah, it was subbed off. It, he seemed a bit subdued or quiet. Uh, he wasn't the Inaki we know and love. Why is he playing for? Maybe he misses his brother. Yeah, I was going to say, why is he playing for Ghana? Has he got no chance of playing for the Spanish national team? I think he would have been pegged by now if he would have, right? Yeah, I, I find it strange to believe he never has done though. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up my Google machine. Um, hmm? Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. Also, I get. It, it, I feel like he has been picked, but I'm not like. I feel like it might. I might be very wrong. I feel like Nico Williams maybe was picked. Nico definitely has been. Yeah. Okay. The thing I forget with Inaki Williams is his age, because I always think he's about oh, yeah. 23, 24, uh, and he's not. He's pushing 30, isn't he? He's been around for quite some time. But yeah, I, I always believe he's some sort of youthful prodigy that's only sort of just come through. But yeah. Um, and poor Bakari was subbed on in the second half and then subbed off later on. He had a pretty appalling oh, game. Yeah, there we go. Go on. He played for Spain's under-21s. Mm-hmm. And he made one singular appearance for the national team in 2016. Wait, then how can he play for a different... And he's represented the Basque country mm-hmm. in two games. And since 2022, he's been playing for Ghana. You can but change. because he already made an appearance with the national team. I thought you can't change your... No, they did. They changed it because um, Diego Costa played for both Brazil and Spain. And that was the whole thing about um, whether Zerden Shkiri and Granite Xhaka might switch from Switzerland to Kosovo when they got recognition. Right. Um, yeah, it's because his appearance um, for Spain wasn't in a competitive match, uh-huh. so yeah. he, it, it it doesn't matter apparently. So yeah, I'm sure Wilfred Zaha played for England but in the Nico, dim and distant past. Nico definitely plays for Spain. Yeah, he's well, younger. Isn't don't he? be like the Boateng brothers, where they they play against each other at the national level. Yeah, and but the... not like with the Boateng brothers when they sexually assault and attack someone. Not that. <laughs> well, the separate part. We'll talk about the Xhaka brothers anymore because uh, Granite plays for Switzerland and Talent plays for 
Albania, and I don't remember, Euro 2016, they both played against each other in the group game, and their mum was in the crowd wearing a half-and-half -half jumper with um, <laughs> with an Albanian flag on one side and a Swiss flag on the other. <laughs> so, yeah. Nico's only 21. Yeah, yeah. He's a baby. He's a baby. There must be a, a sibling in between, otherwise Nico is definitely a mistake. <gasps> Chris. What? He's not going to hear. You don't know if he I listens might, to this podcast. I might make sure he hears it. How I you... don't know how. I will find a way. <laughs> Nico, if you are listening, you are very loved and your parents wanted you. This is true, Nico. <laughs> uh, okay, so in that group, Kate Verdi at top on six points. Who saw Kate Verdi today? Who saw um, the 40-yard free kick today from ex-Manchester United prodigy uh, Bebe? Um, I did. <laughs> I can't believe he did it backwards like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he absolutely thumped it from about 40 yards out. That's pretty cool. Uh, Kate Verdi, six points. Um, Egypt's on two. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Did, you, did you say he was a prodigy? Yeah, I was being sarcastic because he oh, was, okay. he's been around for quite he's some time. He's got to be over 30, right? So, I think, yeah, definitely. I think you age out of that, right? I think he's pushing okay. mid-30s, I think. Um, Sorry, my irony meter is not working <laughs> no, that's fine uh cape verde on six points um egypt on two points um because they got that plucky draw against mozambique or plucky uh fortunate draw against mozambique um in their first game and then ghana on one point and uh, mozambique also on one point lots of talk about ghana not being the ghana team of the past um and i've got a ghanaian friend who's a little bit worried she doesn't think that they're anywhere near as good as what they had been previously. Same with the Ivory Coast as well. Lots of people think that this isn't a, a vintage Ivory Coast team. Um, what else have we got? Group E, uh, Tunisia and uh, Namibia won. So the first win in nine AFCON games uh, for Namibia. Um, Dion Hetto, or Hotto scored in the 88th minute header. Uh, who scored this? saw this goal? This was a lovely goal, this was. My favourite part mm -hmm. was when the dog ran on the pitch. <laughs> No, we're not talking about um, I had this. Dog, and I thought about going for elephant, but like, I thought I'd keep it simple with dog. This that isn't this, this isn't Copper America. They're not going to be any dogs on the pitch. That all happens in the Libertadores, and, doesn't it? Yeah, and this is why it's not as good. Yeah, that's true. Dogs make everything better. They do. They do. So in that group, uh, Mali are top on three points. Then it's Namibia on three points. Tunisia and Doctor Congo on uh, zero points. Please um, ask me about another game. <laughs> please, what? Sorry? Please ask me about more games. <laughs> Don't okay. worry, we still have Asia to come. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, as we hop on a plane across the Red Sea and go to Qatar, uh, in Group A, Tajikistan nil, Qatar 1. Do we have to go to Qatar. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we just leave that place alone. Let's circle around its border on a plane, shall we? No. That's no. too close. <laughs> okay. Let's sort of hover. I don't even go there as a stop-off airport anymore. You don't? No, I hate it. I will I will take a long way around. <laughs> I won't go there. Where'd you go instead? Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cradle of democracy. Yeah. <laughs> There's no winners. And, and I mean, I could go to Singapore, but they're human rights. I mean, their especially, like, gay rights record is patchy. I think it's a lot easier to come up with a list of places that we can go to than that we can't. 
because it's yeah, shorter. I think so. Well, famously, Costa Rica hasn't got an army, has it? So, you know, can you yeah, fly? Yeah, I've been there and it's beautiful. Well, can you fly to Costa Rica and then, you know, get then get a plane to wherever you need to go? Oh, Chris, Super you direct. don't understand how far away Australia is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have told my children that as you get more and more closer to Australia, people get tall. And by the time you get to Australia, people are actually three metres tall. I don't know how many three metres are. Uh, nine feet. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, We're some building. Here. Yeah, sure. Um, but everything goes up in scale, so you don't realise. They hide it well. Hamburgers eat people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so in Asian, yeah, Tajikistan nil, uh, Qatar one, and Lebanon nil. China nil. So Qatar are top on six points. Uh, then it is uh, China on two, Tajikistan one, then Lebanon one. Uh, in Group B, Australia won Syria nil. Jackson Irvine scored his second goal of the tournament. We were talking about him pre-pod, weren't we, guys? We're all a bit of a yeah, Jackson Irvine like fan. The most Australian man of all time. Yeah. I was going to say this. Uh, well, in appearance-wise. Ten other Australians on that team. So, for listeners who may not know Jackson Irvine, he's got long blonde hair and a moustache. But, if you were to talk, tell me about a typical Australian man, I would imagine someone like the guy in Wolf Creek or something. Like someone from the middle of the outback. Like the murderers? Yeah. Like, the, you know... Uh, a some bleached old man in his 50s that's lived in the outback all his life either that or a... they gotta be old i don't know that's just the sort of age i imagine looks like a guy who hangs out on bondi beach and surfs yes. all the time he looks like a surfer yeah who like doesn't like he's not competitive at all about his surfing he's just like yeah he wants to catch a wave and like hang out with his mates yeah like he's a professional lifeguard yes Oh, fair enough. Well, look, listeners, um, I urge we you also to. Love him. Yeah, I urge yeah. you. To, I urge you to search out um, Jackson Irvine Casimiro on Twitter because it's a very lovely and sweet moment, isn't it? Uh, so in that group, Australia. Wait a minute. Before I say <clears throat> I love him, I, I need to do some research. That's true. We should also. You should also search the video that this Australian team made before the last World Cup, talking about human rights abuses in Qatar. Search that. That's great. Yeah, they had that referendum with a dodgy result last month, didn't they, about Aboriginal rights? Yeah, well, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> saying the government is good. Oh, okay. All well, governments are... Well, no, no, no. That, that was a referendum. That was voted for by the people. Did the players vote for it? Oh, let's, let's say they didn't. Mm. Let's say they didn't vote for it. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Moral of the story is everybody's going to let you down. <laughs> let, no, let's say they no, let's say they voted against it. You know, they 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 okay. voting the nice way. Should we say that? All right. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, we could say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also in Group C, uh, UAE um, won Palestine one, so Palestine pick up their first point of the tournament after they lost four one to uh, Iran in their opening game. So UAE are top on four points. Then it's Iran on three, um, Palestine on one, and then Hong Kong on no point. And then we record this on Friday, quite the shock today, because Iraq beat Japan 2 1, uh, and they're through to the next round pretty much. Um, they are on uh, six points, Japan are on three, Indonesia on three, Vietnam on nil. Um, so, bearing in mind Japan beat uh, Germany in the World Cup last year, and now Iraq have beaten Japan, are Iraq better than Germany? Is that how it works? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, totally. Yeah? Why not? Yeah, we'll do that then, shall we? 
Uh, also this week in other results, we've got the Copperdale race. Again, Taffy won Sevilla 3, um, Athletic Bilbao 2, Daniel Oliver's 0, uh, Tenerife 0, Mallorca 1. Oh, we don't talk about him. Uh, not yet, anyway. Um, Tenerife 0, Mallorca 1 in the Battle of the Islands, I'm sure they're calling it ever. Um, of course. <laughs> Valencia 1, Sato Vigo 3, Osasuna 0, Rosasuna 2, Girona 3, Rio Vecano 1, uh, Unionistas. Uh, one Barcelona three. Unionistas. Unionistas. Uh, who are you? Who are Unionistas? Uh, Unionistas de Salamanca. Okay. They're them. Barcelona played them yesterday. Oh, they're not one of those teams that are just struck down in the bottom of these regional leagues, are they? That we struggled on last time. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're not a good team. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why we won. <laughs> good team. Oh, recently I, good I can't remember who it was, but oh, it was bad teams. I can't remember when it was, but recently uh, a team in the fourth division in the Netherlands uh, they were drawn to play Ajax, uh, and they had this young student playing for them, this lower league team. I think it was Heracles or, or Hercules or something. Uh, they had a young student, so an amateur team playing for them. He, um, he got up in the morning and did his homework before going to play for. Um, for Ajax and him and all his teammates well not him obviously because that would be against the rules but all his teammates uh, all his friends that he lives with in his students halls they put a bet on for um, for him to score and one of his Uh-oh. friends one of his well no one of his friends put a bet on for him to score and um, and this, for Ajax to sign Jordan Henderson no and for this team to win uh, and that Say happened goodbye to your tuition money well he's, he, his friend won 150,000 euros and then the, his, his friend was allowed, <laughs> and they're all going to go to Ibiza with the money. That doesn't feel legal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If Kieran Trippier wasn't allowed to tell his friends that he was moving to Spain. Yeah, but you, this guy doesn't know the result beforehand, does he? I feel he? like there were like giveaway signs, you know, the removal van. <laughs> <laughs> forwarding address <laughs> yeah. yeah this guy didn't know what the score was going to be Wait, did he Madrid? <laughs> what? Uh, well we're finally going back to the Copa del Rey it's Atletico Madrid 4 Real Madrid 2 this was a weird game to watch the highlights too there were all sorts of silly mistakes in this game wasn't there my favourite part was when the Real Madrid player shit himself <gasps> Gary Lineker which Real Madrid player <laughs> oh, I know right <laughs> <laughs> Which one was I, it? Do you know what? I honestly did not know that that happened until this morning. Sorry, th- this is true. Sorry. What? No. Happened? Oh, okay. I meant the. I meant the. She didn't know the score. Oh, she didn't know the game happened. Sorry. No. <laughs> when you said I didn't know that happened, I thought you. I, I love that you bought it. Uh, it is nice white uniform. I mean. Oh. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> What a um, way to embarrass yourself out there. Gary Lineker <laughs> literally did it at the World Cup, though. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, it so... would be like, you know, when, when like an opposing player tells you on Dakar to like actually do it? <laughs> Imagine, like, if you had no control, <laughs> like, your body okay. just responded. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Have you heard the myth of the brown noise? No. Oh, God. It's, I don't know if I want to. I, know. I, I think it is a myth, and it doesn't actually exist, but some people believe that if you hit a particularly low note, then the reverberations from the note uh, 
reverberate up your body and make you involuntarily poo yourself? I have been around a lot of noises in my life living in cities, and that has never happened. So I'm going to confidently go ahead and say that that's not true, but, like, who am I? I've heard a lot of sounds in over 30 years of life. (laughs) None of me you do that. Yeah. Okay, right. So, bits and bobs of news. Jordan Henderson, he's joined Ajax. He said that, um, talking about his move to uh, Al Etifak in Saudi Arabia, he said... Uh, quote, sometimes these things don't work. His move to Ajax was, quote, a football decision. Uh, nothing, no, to, nothing to do with the tax issues he might face. Uh, and he said he apologises if, quote, I offended anyone with his move to Saudi Arabia. So, if you're offended, Hi, he's sorry to you. My hands raised. Yes. Oh Jesse with your really hands raised. That is not... An, an apology is, I'm sorry, period. Or... I'm sorry, and then an explanation like that I hurt you or that I did something wrong. An apology is not, I'm sorry if. It's not <laughs> conditional. Everyone needs to learn better. We've all seen enough bad apologies that we should know. And this man has an entire team of like managers and public affairs people who should have written that apology a little bit better. Oh, and he said it out loud. So these were his own words. This was a press conference, so he didn't tweet well, this or anything. No, he's not. He's not known for being smart. Well, he was still about six months ago, mm. and then he went completely unsmart. Smart though. Okay, not smart. Not smart, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, he's gone to the, he's gone to the Netherlands to grow and develop the game in um, in the Netherlands and sort of you know. Oh, yeah, where the game needs growth and <laughs> developing. Yeah. Yeah. Ajax with absolutely no historical uh, <laughs> meaning at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, earlier on, I said I was going to mention Christian Pulisic. Anyone want to know why I was going to mention him? Yes. Well, you don't even know what I. Oh, it's a special guest. It's a special. Oh, guest. it's a special guest. Okay. Yeah. Letting the special guest in while we discuss Christian Pulisic. Okay, so he. Can't pronounce correctly. <laughs> He has been named as the most popular U.S. male soccer player of the year. He got 53% of the votes. That's disgusting. I'm going to ask the special guest if she agrees with that, because I, for one, think it's bullshit. I've got got the top three, if you'd like to listen to the the top three. The calendar year 2023. Yes. So, 53% of the vote. Oh, the year of... No, that's... Who voted for this? I I don't know, but... Nikki, please... Come people who are generous. Question. So, do we have our guest, Jesse? We do have our guest, and I'm not even giving her a minute no. in her fabulous <laughs> leg warmers what to heck? like say hello or pet my dog because I need her to respond to this. Okay. Well, question. first of first of all, would your okay. guest would your guest like to introduce herself? Okay, and then I'll introduce both of you. Okay. Okay. What's the important question? Okay. So first, uh, I didn't tell. We didn't tell our legions of listeners, who include Nico Williams, who you are, just to give a special guest. So, okay. friends and listeners, I'm delighted, I'm thrilled, I'm excited to introduce you to one of my favorite humans on the planet, yeah. Nikki, who most of you know as maybe Twitter or whatever we're calling it now, um, Treble Nikki. Hi. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Good. Very good. Thank you. Good. Well, I'm Chris, and this is uh, Emma as well. Hello. Hello. So you're our special Roma guest, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Okay. But wait, 
but before that, okay, you need to pose this question for Okay, her. a non-Roma question? Yeah. Okay, that's okay. a non-Roma question. So, there has been a vote as the most popular U.S. male soccer player of 2023. So, uh, I've just said who the most popular is. So, 53% of the vote was Christian Pulisic. Why was the next question from Jesse? But also, did anyone want to hazard a guess at the next two players? Okay. Weston McKenney? No. Uh, male only, correct? Male only, yeah. Um, don't, do, uh, don't do these things for the ladies, Gio crikey. Reyna, are people that stupid? <laughs> Gio Reyna's a good, good one. No. Um, no. Who are other male players? What? Who are oh, oh, the... oh, Josh, who's, our, who's the keeper? Goalkeeper, the uh, goalkeeper dude. Turner, Matt Turner. Yeah. I tell you what, I will find out who they play for. Uh, <laughs> if you if can... Okay, we're really bad at U.S. men. <laughs> like, in general, you can stop at okay, U.S. men. Yeah. We're really bad okay. at U.S. men. One, play, one place for AC Milan. Oh, okay, so uh, who's his... Oh, uh, Timothy. Oh, Leia. Oh, but he's Juve, isn't he? Fuck no, me. Milan. He's the other Milan boy. And the other one plays for PSV. Yes, if please. either of them is Serginio Dest, I'm going to die around. <laughs> Neither of them is Serginio Dest. Shall I put you out of your miseries? Yes. Okay, so 53% was Christian Pulisic, 21.5% Eunice Musa. Oh, okay. Okay. And 12.9% Ricardo Pepe. Okay. Wow, Pepe. I don't okay. understand this list, but also I don't understand U.S. Men's National Team. Yeah, well, no, 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 like... no, no, no. I do not understand them at all, and I usually don't like them. They're <laughs> a very tiny percent. I have not met one before. of U.S. Men's National Team's like fans. Well, who are actually bearable? Uh, yeah. This is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it is... is so the opposite of U.S. Women's National Team. That oh, okay. Is hilarious did christian pulisic even play in 2023 maybe yeah. people like him because he didn't play and they didn't have to deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> well christian pulisic won it for the fourth time who does he sh this is the joint record he's won it for the fourth oh time God. you know what that just shows that u.s men's national team fans don't, don't. know anyone else yeah who, who does he share it with to watch like you know the other players yeah when you have Captain America or whatever God. they're calling Fucker. him right there. Yeah, oh, no. Hershey boy. So yeah, exactly. Who does he share this fourth uh, win with? Who's he equal top with? Clint Landy Dempsey. King. Sorry, say it again. I said Clint Dempsey. Nikki said. I said Landy Cakes, which is Landon Donovan. Well, Landy Cakes is the answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I really like... Like, that's the last time I actually paid attention to the men's team was when it was the whole Donovan versus Dempsey because I am also such a Dempsey girl. Team Clint Dempsey. That, yeah, like 100% team Clint. So, like, and I just really disliked, I just really dislike Landon Donovan, hence why I still only refer to him as Landy Cakes. <laughs> Landy <laughs> Cakes is much better. That article, I think it's Paolo Moore. He went back, you remember when that team had the, like, photo shoot oh my god yes like, and they're really like grossly sexual yeah like, like drinking, drinking out of a water fountain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's terrible palomora did like a that's it's like an he amazing. went back and and yeah. um interviewed them about it and they're all still like they refuse to talk about it because they're so embarrassed even though they were like 20 at the time yeah, except for absolutely um, ridiculous pablo I don't remember any of the men's national. Pablo. I feel like I need to Google Master this. Master Wayne. <laughs> I'm not going to send it to you. 
Pablo Mastroeni, who obviously is a comedian, and he was like, yeah, whatever, I'll slot. The the most amazing pictures. It's them. I was like, I'm fine with them. Awkwardly, but trying to be sexy, drinking from like water fountains and poses like that. I mean, what is hotter? Weirdest photo shoot I've ever seen. All of these men are. Oh, got it. Opposite of the word sexy. It's just like a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. Oh my god, it's so good. (laughs) Hold on. This is this was amazing. That is amazing. Well, while you're here and you have the floor, Nikki, um, yes, would you like a Roma digression? Because it's been big news this week, hasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no. So Jason Mourinho's been was he sacked or did he resign? Uh, I think it was a combination. Um, the reports, the back reports, is there was like some sort of like twenty-five minute meeting, and it was like not great and I think it was very much Jose wanted to stay and like you know go with his whole plan you know how Jose always has plans Mm. Um, but that last loss against Milan and the fact that we are in like ninth place like all of the combined like meant that he was out which was an interesting this was definitely the board the owners wanted him out more than the fans did and with Roma pretty much we've had a billion managers like literally like a lot of freaking managers I've watched since the 99-2000 season was my first like true season and we've gone through a lot of managers and I really honestly feel like this might be one of the very first that the fans weren't calling for his head it was the other way around because usually our fans like they are not shy about saying, get rid of them, let's move on, we need a new manager. But he still really had the fans. That's just that freaking weird cult of Jose, like how he like manages to entrap people into this like love-hate relationship with them. And definitely most of the Romanistas still love him. I, from the beginning, like... I've, I've seen what Jose does. <laughs> I wasn't. A, I knew I wasn't going to be a fan. I got the hype. I'm really appreciative that he um, won us that trophy. But I very much was. Uh, I think my Twitter post when it was announced was um, free at last. Free at last. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's why they yeah. went for De Rossi? Because the owners knew Jose was so popular, so they had to get like a. Uh, they had to make a popular appointment as his replacement to oh, keep 100%. the fans on the side. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That was the only way that they were going to keep any of these Romanistas happy yeah. was to bring in somebody that they could not argue with at all. Like, you know, Totti doesn't want to have anything to do with managing right now, and, you know, good for him. But De Rossi, yeah. Like, next best thing after Totti, 100%. Like, this was a very smart move. Um I have no idea what it's going to be like. I find it hilarious because, like, Dorossi, you know, is very much Italian hardman a la, like, Gattuso. And I'm like, we have some delicate little boys on our team. <laughs> I am unsure how they are going to deal with Dorossi and his way of, you know... Breaking Yeah, people. breaking <laughs> people. So this well, is definitely going to be an interesting But it's not uh, like Jose is a sensitive, you know mushy 
Yeah. Per se. Like he's known for breaking people. Yeah, but we'll we'll see how this is. I have no idea what De Rossi's gonna bring besides like kind of that, you know, that we're all in this together spirit, you know, this is Roma heritage spirit, which is admittedly because we're a bunch of lunatics yeah. with Roma, that is so like that's almost more important than having actual talent. You know, for us it's more about like, okay, yeah, like you are in this, we trust you, but you love the club. You know, we are one hundred percent that type mm. where we will buy into that nonsense. And I this me, I am one hundred percent including myself in this. Like I am um, you know, I like I said, this is like twenty four, twenty five years of supporting this stupid idiotic club <laughs> and here i am just being like sure let's do this because he didn't get on very well at spow did he he's not like he sort of yeah that, that yeah if he yeah. if, if wasn't called daniel de rossi this would be a very strange appointment given where he managed before exactly exactly there's like absolutely i was like it even took me a minute to be like wait de rossi even has his like his creds when did that happen because yeah he hasn't done anything and yet, all the fans are like, yeah, okay, sure. Bring the girls <laughs> I mean, you know, the appointment is only to the end of the season. So I think it is just about trying to rally the troops, you know, for the rest of the season. Like, honestly, like, I am fine if we freaking ignore the league and really concentrate on Europa League. Because right now, that might be our only chance of getting into Europe next year is if we can freaking win the Europa League because things aren't looking great in the actual league. So, so, so um, sorry, um, I was yep. just, I was just going to ask, um, how bad was it with Josie at the? It, I mean, how bad had things got? It was inevitable that he was going to go. Um, and how much of it was his fault? I think it was always. I mean, all of us who you know watch football know that there is a Jose time limit that you know almost every club he's ever been at, you know, by third year, which is this was third year, things start going wrong when things don't go to Jose's plan. And it one hundred percent, like, I don't want to say it's all Jose's fault. Because you can. there was, you know, <laughs> the things like we had many players broken, like, you know, from my poor boy Tammy getting injured at the end of last year and still not back yet to Dabala being made of fucking candy floss and glass bones. Do I have to and, do like, my, look, Paolo Dabala is Argentinian. If you, you don't breathe, rely on Argentinian. Yeah, you breathe on him wrong and he immediately has like an injury. Like, you know, we've had so many players that have had injury. Roma does not have the same amount of money as the big other Italian clubs, so we also can't just go out and buy other clubs. And on top of that, uh, some sort of, you know, another, like not Everton, Man City financial irregularity, like level, but whatever, like Roma, you know, usual Italian nonsense where we essentially got banned from spending any more than something like a ridiculous amount in January. It was something like, you're allowed to spend like 1.9 million or something. You know, something that wouldn't buy somebody's foot, essentially. <laughs> but, so like, we have no money. We have players who are highly breakable, you know, and then you put, you add those into Jose third year. And we all know how Jose, like, if his plan isn't followed exactly, then he blames 
you know, the club, the players, whatever, for not following his plan. And, you know, he'll be like, see, if you follow my plan, we get results. And then you have something like that first year with Roma. We followed the plan. Most of our players were completely, you know, injury-free. That's the whole first year of Jose. Sure enough, he wins us a trophy. And, you know, even though it's freaking conference league, it's still a trophy. And Roma hadn't won a trophy, like, besides, like, a Coppa Italia trophy, like, you know, in whatever, like, 10 years or something. So it was a big freaking deal. So when everything goes right for Jose, everything goes right. And we all know this from, you know, his time at Chelsea to Inter to Man U. Like, yeah, like, that's what happens. But as soon as it goes off the rail, this is a Jose thing, you know? Then he's, like, doing the crap that he was already doing about complaining in the press about, like, you know, not getting the support, complaining in the press about not getting, you know, enough money, you know, like, he starts all of that. And so, you know, it's bad luck plus Jose being Jose, as far as I'm concerned. So, had he fallen out with people? I'm sorry? Sorry, had he fallen out with people? Um, I don't really think so. There was, we've had like maybe one or two players per season that he's had fallouts with, but he's kept the big stars really happy. And the big stars right now are the ones who came to be with Jose, which I find interesting of how this is going to work for both like Dybala and Lukaku, who specifically came to work with Jose, and now Jose's gone. And in the same way, you know, like he supported Tammy the whole time, you know, before Tammy got broken. So like, you know, he manages to, you know, if this is also just such a Jose thing, you know, he manages to keep enough of the players on his side and then you only have the one or two problem children. And, you know, and he's done this at every club where there's one or two players who are like this dude. But enough of the other stars, you know, are still on his side that it keeps it level. Like, I honestly was surprised because, like, I follow essentially all my Roma players on Instagram. And, like, the day, you know, the announcement, like, all of my Roma players posted really heartfelt like you know thank you Jose type of like post about like you know how great he was to work with and how you know he supported them like you know from all the big players they all posted about like That's goodbye new. to Jose you know sort of thanking him which also like I think is you know kind of rare for like stars you know on teams when they're managers are fired to even say anything but the fact that almost all of them were like oh you know thank mister so much so much I was just like okay he still really did have it seems most of the dressing room behind him he still had most of the fans behind him so the fact that the club owners you know that leadership are the ones who did the acts is actually kind of surprising mm. in the end is there going to be um, a delivery of carrots by the ultras to the training ground like they sometimes do? You know, like you said, because they got the real C, unless the real C, like, starts off and just, like, loses, like, you know, like, if it's just a string of loss after loss after loss, I think the fans are really going to give him a chance simply because of who he is. Mm. So there's not going to be an outrage. I think any of the outrage will happen at the end of the season. If we don't win Europa League, 
and we don't even make one of the Europe spots, I think that's like, I think that's when the fans will be like, okay, what are we doing? You know, that'll be then like, okay, you better be spending money during the summer. You better be like finding us a real coach, you know, and that sort of outrage. But I don't think the outrage will come just yet. So you got Palace Verona this weekend, haven't you? How do you feel about that? I honestly, like, there's always, you know, that little bump when you have the new manager. You know, you want to prove yourself, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think Dorossi will very much make it, <laughs> you know, kind of a we've got to win this sort of mentality. So, um I think, you know, that we could probably do that. Um, honestly, like like I said, right now, I'm kind of, which just sounds terrible, giving up hope on me games. Oh, I feel like we like, all do that with I our know, team. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Emma's in the background going, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I do think that they'll have enough of a kind of like, no, we got to win this, to go out there and do it. I mean, let's face it, like, the players we have are actually very good. We, like, on paper, we should be able to win games like this. So it's, like, annoying as a Roma fan to look at your players and be like, you guys could do better. You know, I'm not blaming them completely for what's going on. Like I said, I feel like it was just, I mean, we're, we've been, you know, as we've been doing as well as expected under Jose because the thing about it is, like, I get it that he's a great personality. I get it that everybody else, when he's not at your club, you love to, like, watch what's going on and Jose being Jose. But, my God, his style of play, I just, like, it's painful for me to watch Roma this season. Like, you know, without any, like, all the times when, like, either Dybala was out or Jose would put out his normal, like, defensive, like, formations, I just... Watching Jose Ball is so painful <laughs> that at this point, anything else will be a welcome, like, surprise. Like, I would rather us go out and play attacking football and football that is actually enjoyable to watch where we look like we're trying to score a goal and end up losing than what we've been doing under Jose lately, which is, you know, like, let's try to, you know, we all know what Jose's like. Let's try to snatch that one-odd goal and then freaking park the fucking bus park the bus and hold on to it like i just i can't do that anymore like i give me like flashbacks i know anybody who's had to have josie as their manager knows what i'm talking Um, about like it's just been it's so unenjoyable and especially because i've been a roma fan for so long like i can remember the years when like you know people would talk about oh Roma's one of the most fun best teams to watch you know even if we were only in like fourth place or something people were still like oh they're such an exciting team to watch and it just feels like years since I've been able to like enjoy that you know the odd game where like Jose goes out and tries to win have been great you know as always he's great at cup games so you know a lot of like you know in the past two years I've watched all of our like conference league and Europa League games and like most of those end up being enjoyable but league games I just it's like it takes a lot from me to make myself watch a Roma (laughs) game right now which is ridiculous I'm supposed to like this you know I like football I should want to watch my team play 
Oh, well, look, thank you. I really, really appreciate that because yeah, I'm quite happy to talk about Serie A all day long. We can talk about Gabriel Battistuta at Roma if you want to make you feel better. Just for sort of... <laughs> <laughs> now, now, we've got the, now we've got the Josie out of your hair. Do you want to stick around for the rest of the pod? Here with I'm keeping her. Yeah, this is why you guys should move here so we could pod from my living room. I'll make everybody tea. Emma, I'll bring you cool cloths for your head. Thank you. Well, look, speaking of different managerial styles, Troy Deeney uh, has been sacked as Forest Green manager after six, just six games. That's three draws and three losses uh, and 29 days. Um, he'd already been given a four game touchline ban for abusing an official this week after a loss to Harrogate. Um, <laughs> After a loss to Harrogate, he said, quote, unquote, there's uh, too many babies top to bottom. Uh, it's inmates running the jail. And on uh, Frankati Dabo, he said, um, quote, quote, I've just told him in front of everyone he won't get a game in the National League. So, yeah, that kind of man management didn't go down very well. Wait, 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 wait. As I'm, I've said this in the past, but please, Forrest Green Rovers, just call me. I am vegan. <laughs> I love Hector. I will manage these boys with vegan muffins and support. I'm here for you. And any Nico, she says she's uh, quite genuinely scared uh, to leave the house. And I think she's actually leave, had to leave the country for a little bit after the abuse she's got from Joey Barton and his 2.7 million legions of followers. Um, I think, Nikki, are you the only one still active on Twitter of the three of you. I mean, I'm sure you have all sorts of fun when you press send and express an opinion. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, like, I just, I'm to the point now, like, where it, I, I truly believe in the don't feel, feed the trolls anymore because, like, it was just like once everybody saw those first Joey Barton tweets, like what was the point of continuing to engage in it mm. when one, you know he's just an idiot, and two, you know he's just posting for the engagement. So like at this point, you know, kind of with all Twitter interactions, it's just like, why bother, it feels like. Yeah. Are you tempted to do what Jesse and Emma have done and sort of take a break and come off? I feel like I should just like give up and switch to what is it blue sky, blue sky or something because I do enjoy I mean of course like everybody else I just long for those days where we all collectively watched games together on Twitter because that's what made it fun yes like everybody at once being like oh my god did you see that goal and your entire like um, yeah uh, timeline would be like whoa yeah. oh no yeah. shit and you knew exactly what people were talking about yeah exactly so I feel like I don't know if like everybody you know has like you know nobody like Nobody's everybody has it yeah, yeah on the same thing anymore too many people went to different spots and it's also not like it, it's not like there's one it's picking the, the least of the evils at this point right like, you know, I think does Mark Zuckerberg still own Instagram? Like, yeah, there's no, exactly. There's no like first green rovers of social media. Right? <laughs> like, I feel great about my participation in this app. I know it is very much. Uh, I don't feel great about it, and it's like I feel like I'm only on Twitter still because of like so many people, football wise, who are still there. Mm. Christian means you. Like, you know, for those of us who are still there, it's like, I still, you know, like, I've been tweeting about, like, all the AFCON games right now, 
and like it's you know it's not even like the last one which was only like a year or two ago because of covid differences but like you know like the engagement yeah is so down but so like because the engagement now is so low it what is the problem within the joey barton thing Mm. because engagement's already so low when you get somebody like that who's kind of obviously going to make you know trying to make like people riled up and then it's just like everybody like gave into them so yeah no i i fully understand um i fully understand what well i don't understand but i fully see where you're coming from and uh, why emma and jesse are no longer on there um right so <laughs> uh, jesse have you found blue sky by the way um it's definitely a lot nicer like there are fe- there are way fewer nazis which is great <laughs> um, i have not yet been like like told to do anything disgusting with myself also great such a delight um i wonder if that's because also like i don't think you could send like a message to somebody you can't do direct messages direct, right so make so like that's in itself better it's just i think as nikki said like i haven't found all of my people you know like it's it's I, it's smaller and mm. so you know there's there's not the same sense of like oh here's the football community you know, all together as there as there was back in back in the heyday of yeah. Twitter. Fair enough. Right, we'll move to uh, European leagues and then we'll move on to the Premier League. So, uh, in Spain, uh, Girona are top on 49 points, then Real Madrid 48, uh, Athletic Bilbao and Barcelona both on 41. Emma, that's like a whole eight points behind the best team in Catalonia. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, this is why Chavi's going to get the sack and we're going to replace him with Jose Mourinho, probably. No! <laughs> <laughs> going to Saudi Arabia, believe it or not. Which is Please, probably bullshit, can we just like... make sure he stays there? They'll pay him a lot of money. I think... Really, Jose's ideal, like, he's a cup manager, it's time for him to be a national team manager. Oh, God. I think he'd be great at that. Yeah. He would be really yeah. good at a national team manager. Is Martinez still the Portuguese? No. Where? You know he'll end up at Portugal one day. I just don't know if it's right now. I would love to see him run Portugal to the ground. Oh, that, <laughs> would, be so happy. that would be pretty great. <laughs> uh, so Betis versus Barcelona. Who would be your perfect manager? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Chris. I know you're hosting, and I always ruin that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's all right. Emma, who who would be like? Do you have in mind who you would want to succeed, Xavi? Um. Can I say myself? Yes. I okay, just me? myself to I would like Rovers. to do it. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I don't... Do you know what? I do. But it kind of... It makes me feel bad. Because I would really kind of like it to be Chavi Alonso. But... No, he's yeah. coming to us. Yeah. And yeah. I know you wouldn't like it. And he used to play for Real Madrid, <laughs> and that's all bad. So, I mean... But... But he's, like, that. really good. <laughs> and... He's kind of handsome, and I would not be like you know angry at looking at that. Yeah. Those are really solid reasons. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so it's Batista versus Barcelona, Valencia versus Bilbao, uh, Majorino versus Sevilla, and Real Madrid versus Almeria. In Italy, uh, Nikki, it is Inter top on 51 points, Juve 49, 
And Milan 42, Fiorentina 34. So it's Lecce versus uh, Juventus and Udinese versus uh, Milan. I couldn't see Inter playing this weekend. Have I missed that? Did you Inter play? Uh, Inter, no, they played today in the um, Supercoppa or oh. the Coppa Italia, whatever. Right, it was like yeah. Napoli played today. Lazio, it was, yeah, Lazio, Inter. So, yeah, that's why they ah. played. That's where we go. Uh, in Germany, it's uh, Bayer Leverkusen top on 45 points. The next Liverpool manager managing there. Um, Bayern are on 41. Stuttgart, oh, <laughs> Stuttgart 34. RB Leipzig 33. Uh, so it's RB Leipzig versus Bayer. Bocca versus Stuttgart. Bayern versus Werder Bremen. It's the Coupe de France. There's no French league games this weekend. Elsewhere, we have got uh, it's the Indian Super Cup. It's the Kolkata Derby. It's Mohan Begum play East Bengal. Uh, okay, right, girls. Uh, here we go. In El Salvador, it is the Clásico yeah. <laughs> Clásico <laughs> de la Salvadorana. <laughs> uh, as Luis Hangel, Firpo play FAS. How did I get on? You know, Emma, I think we should give him points for that one. Yeah, you know, that's not the worst I've ever heard you say. Okay. <laughs> Be quite pleased with that. You know what? Tell Georgia that she's been, she's been <laughs> to me for Yeah. Good. There are signs of improvement. Yeah. Well, staying in the end of the world, it is the Clásico de la Metropolis in Costa Rica as uh, Deportivo Saprisa play, oh my gosh, uh, C.S. Uh, Cartagines, C-A-R-T. Oh, I mean, there was some slide back there. <laughs> well, Chris, remember that a G is a H. Yeah. Okay. I've got a real good one right now. CS CS Cartaginas. C A R T C A R T A G I N E S. No, no, we know how to. Yeah, no. We're, <laughs> we know how to. Say it. You know. How to... <laughs> Chris, you know, like Cartagena, Colombia. Like what? Okay. Yeah, you're up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. You're looking at someone that's never left Cornwall, so <laughs> what can you do? Uh, that's in... not true, Chris. You have left Cornwall. I have. I try, I try not to anymore, but yeah, I have. Uh, okay, but Premier... you don't have a passport, which no. I find alarming. Yeah. Well, my last one ran out, and I've never had the need to renew it, because I've not been anywhere. Yes, you do. You guys, you have to escape your country. Uh... Yeah, and you guys fought. <laughs> to have those blue ones instead of red ones also like true. normal people well uh i did qualify for Don't an irish yourself pa- one. Me, it's your right me and my children but not my wife qualify for an irish passport so Rude. get wow. one of those it's better yeah um nikki yeah, do you have a do you have an english team you follow i'm sorry do you do- an english team sorry i interrupted her oh. because there's a player that just came on in afcon that's called antoine conte like antonio <laughs> uh, yeah anyway sorry Continue. um i don't really do uh teams outside of my roma or here um gotham fc and um, i do a lot of following my former roma players the ones who are still uh on good terms with roma like okay. fans, I support them, okay. like individually, or um, honestly, I also then just support the handsome men. <laughs> but the unproblematic ones. So the unproblematic I handsome men. I yeah. Joey Which Barton does limit it. Because, A lot. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. 
well, okay. Speaking of handsome men, twelve thirty on Saturday's Arsenal with Mikel Arteta versus Crystal Palace in yeah. the Eddie McGoldrick yeah. derby. Yeah. Well, have we seen him get fed by Salt Bay this week? Yes. Yeah, and it takes a lot of points away. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel it's not attractive. Gabriel Jesus is back for Arsenal. Jordan Ayew is out because of AFCON. Um, Arsenal got four points out of their last 15 available. And, of course, they lost in the uh, FA Cup. Out of their last 61 shots they've had in matches, they've scored one goal. Um, Crystal Palace have conceded 11 goals in the last 15 minutes of matches. That's the second most. So uh, they only play for 75-odd minutes. But that's not a very good stat, is it? About one goal in the last 61 shots, Emma. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I am here for Crystal Palace right now because Roy Hodgson is really angry all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's always like fighting someone. If it's the fans, his own players, I am here for it. Oh, and I would like to see him fight Arteta. Is there a hmm? cute boy in Crystal Palace? Um, I just think in the opposite of cute, I think angry Roy Hodgson actually <laughs> looks a little bit like an yeah. eagle. Like a scary I'm... old man. But like also, like if he were a bird, he'd be like a, like a you know, <laughs> like when birds get all their feathers ruffled. Yeah, he looks like an angry owl. Owl, yes yeah. he does, yes. An owl. <laughs> Yeah, this is what we're here for on this podcast. Yeah, the solid commentary. Yeah, it's why we're here. Chris, you're right. Arsenal need a goal scorer. Like, I think he's adorable. Yeah, he's he's young, but he's adorable. All right. How young? How young? Emma, call the police. No, I did not mean that. Chris, Nabi Kate came on. In Afcon, and I immediately did um, did rude gestures. Good. <laughs> uh, anyone going for a Crystal Palace uh, win or draw here, or is it going to be Arsenal? Sure. Why not? Yeah. I mean, no, not really. But <laughs> like, yeah. I think I'd probably watch out of like Premier League teams. I've seen the most of this past season. Arsenal because I do find them enjoyable to watch like their football is fun and then uh, Manchester United because I have so many friends who are United like fans so those are the two teams I've seen the most of and I do enjoy Arsenal a lot I wish they weren't so perpetually like (laughs) terrible perpetually almost there and then you know you think they're on top and then suddenly something happens and you're like oh Arsenal really well, really Nikki, you the, did that the fact that you've not mentioned Liverpool there bearing in mind they've got Alisson and used to have Roma legend Alberto Aquilani I mean I'm not angry just disappointed okay did, you know did you, yeah, you forget yeah. Mo Salah as well Mo Salah yeah like, yeah there you go Chris. former Roma player <laughs> right okay Aquilani I am mad about him a lot. There are some players (laughs) that deserve so much more. You know, those players who, like, you had the potential to be somebody. Yes. He's one of those that, like, if he would have stayed with Roma, he could have developed into a better player. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's one of those who just left thinking he was going to find whatever elsewhere, and instead it went the exact opposite route. I feel bad for him because he really... He was, like, you know, with us, like, was he youth product even? He was, like, with us really young, I remember. Because, like, I remember, like, from the beginning thinking, oh, 
lucky specialty could have something and then he turned out that way and it makes it makes my heart hurt still i think the spurs version of that is harry winks where you think huh you're still here <laughs> you could have you oh, have, ours is Sergio Roberto. I mean, how do you think we feel, Nikki? We got rid of um, Xavi Alonso to bring in Alberto Aquilani. Uh, oh, yeah. Not the greatest. Not the greatest at all. Wow. I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry about that. That's and fine. Like, you know, okay. Yeah. And both Mo and Allison have said nice things about Roma like once they like went to Liverpool so mm. they're so they count as like players that I still like okay well Allison for a while when we thought have we figured out if he was fascist, fascist. or not see that was the problem with yeah. Allison which the is why I, I stopped Brazilian as we started yeah which so is sorry. why I stopped supporting Allison yeah. because unfortunately he was supporting all the fascist Bolsonaro. uh politicians in Brazil so, but Mo, I still was supporting. So we'll see. Isn't Daniela De Rossi a little complicated in that respect? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. <laughs> and, and, you know, honestly, with any Italian, like, <laughs> I assume at first they are not an okay person and then like to be pleasantly surprised later to find out, oh, wait a minute, you're okay? Okay, great. <laughs> like, I'm just going to assume you're bad. First. Well, at least you've not got a Mussolini playing for you. Yeah, like just prove me wrong later, rather than like have me get my hopes up. Anyway. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Have we decided on whether my favorite Italian player, Kevin Lasagna, is a good person? Because I'd be really <laughs> upset if he weren't. He just makes me hungry. I know. I also really love his sister's name is Shirley, so they are Kevin and Shirley Lasagna, and that I just delight. Are they from New Jersey? They are from. They are for real from Italy, but they sound like somebody making like a like making fun of the Sopranos. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, half past five on Saturday, Brentford versus Nottingham Forest in the lose Graben Derby. So Ivan Tony returns uh, as uh, as captain um, after oh, his bad. Well, he's been making comments about wanting to leave as well. Yeah, um, he should join Arsenal. <laughs> They stuck by him for eight months, and he's like, "Well, see you guys later. I want to get out of it." All of everybody's problems there. Yeah, I feel. I feel he owes them a bit, though. I mean, maybe at least go in the summer and make it look like you're not trying to get out of these people that have stood by you. But why does he want to go? Because he thinks he's better than Brentford, which I guess he is. But you don't say yeah, that. I don't it's... disagree with him. But, well, I know, but they kind of stood by you when you've been banned for the last eight months. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but Chris, this is football. This isn't. This isn't decent morals and good people. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Who do you think is going to win this one then? I think um, Brentford lost their last five in the league, and they conceded twenty points from winning positions. Forest have done okay under Nuno. They got. They've won two out of three in the league under him, and they won in the cup as well. I love. I Nuno. think. I love Nuno too. Spurs really should have kept him, you know. I know. I mean, although I love Ange so much, but, mm -hmm. like, Nuno's delightful. I, I think Brentford are going to win, though. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I think Ivan Antonio will come back and he'll be like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to show these people what they've been missing, and this is going to get me my transfer to Arsenal. Fair enough. Jesse, yeah, good point. Yeah, Jesse and Nikki, you both think that as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Sunday at 2 o'clock, Sheffield United versus West Ham, the Ravel Morrison derby. Um, 
West Ham are sort of blighted. Uh, Mohamed Kudos has gone to um, AFCON. Uh, Jared Bowen is a doubt he might play. Uh, ben Rama is um, suspended after he kicked somebody in the chest in the FA Cup this week. And Lucas Paqueta is that out. That was nuts. Did they... <laughs> yeah. and, like, now fans are saying that he should leave the team, but also that maybe he did it on like purpose to what? leave the team. Did you see this? Oh, my oh, God. Sorry, yeah. No, you have to show me. I mean, it very much looks like he snapped. Was it like a um, Nigel De Jong? No. He was lying on the ground. So he'd been fouled and he was lying on the ground. And as he was sort of rolling over after having been sort of fouled, he stuck his his foot up and kicked in the chest the person that fouled him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds like he wants to leave. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, kind of. Um. West Ham have won 10 games in the league. Uh, their last loss was a 5 0 um, loss to Fulham, and they haven't conceded in the four games since then. Sheffield United have got one point out of the last 12 available. I think it's. You lied to me, Chris. I lied to you. Look yeah. into my eyes. Said... Can't you see they're open wide? Would I lie to you, Emma? Would I lie to you? Yes, you would. <laughs> uh, you said that these games were fun. Did I? I don't remember saying that. No. Did I? <laughs> There's no. nothing fun about Sheffield United. That's true. I, I thought he uh, said that they were fun when no. I asked him if they were fun. I read the fixtures out and you decided that. Yeah, I think he deflected and, and we just we just had hope. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, that's sure if I would ever say Sheffield United and fun in the same sentence. Maybe it will be fun. Maybe they'll be like like fisticuffs in the in the field or like Ooh. somebody will make out with somebody from the opposite. I always team. want that. Maybe they'll be a dog. Maybe they'll be, but then I get really anxious because we never get follow up about the dogs. Like, that's are true, they okay? Yeah. Did they find a home? Did they get there safely? Like, I just think there should be a rule. Like, FIFA should institute a rule that when there is a pitch invading animal, you should know that they are safe. Yeah, and happy and well fed. I would sponsor <laughs> that. <laughs> um, Bournemouth versus Liverpool, half past four. The Jamie Redknapp derby. Liverpool, no Mo Salah and no Endo. They are off representing their countries. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Bolsai, uh, Andy Robertson, and Costa Simicast are all injured. You'll be disappointed to know, Emma, that we know Andy yes, Robertson. Yes, <laughs> I am. I am. Why is I'm Simicast so sad. Injured? Why is what? Sorry. Why is Simicast injured? Let's talk about that. Mm. Who injured him, Chris? Bukayo <laughs> Saka, wasn't it? No, it was no, a giant was German man. Well, the giant German man it injured him after Bukayo Saka shoulder barged Simicas off the pitch into him. Oh, it was definitely Klopp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Oh, it... wait a minute. This is the injury that happened on the sideline of camera. Yes. Yeah. We watched that together. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, Bournemouth, Emma, they got 19 points on the last 24 available. That's the most of anyone in the league. Your, uh, your compatriots doing well. Faith in Iraola. Yeah. Yeah. They had faith in him. And uh, they didn't sack him. I'm so proud of them for that. <laughs> Sid Lowe on the Football Weekly podcast is feeling very smug about the fact they've not got rid of him because he was saying before the season started what a good manager he was. Does that mean I can too because I said that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can oh, be smug. I'm going to take that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Liverpool got 19 points from losing positions in the league. That's a, that's the most of anybody. Um but Bournemouth won this fixture last week, the, uh, last season, the week after... Last week? Last, sorry, last week season, the week after Liverpool beat Manchester United 7-0, if you remember. They, their next game was at Bournemouth and lost 1-0. Um, 
Bournemouth are on this very good run. Liverpool are missing a few key players. Uh, can we see Bournemouth a winning few? this one? Like yeah, all of them. Yeah. Can we see Bournemouth winning this one, guys? No. No? Sorry, no. <laughs> I mean, Liverpool Look. might call you up, Chris, but still. They'd be very okay. disappointed if they called me up. <laughs> I, I hate your team, like, a lot. What? But <laughs> I do think that they'll win. Emma, as Eric Cantona said, I love you. I don't know why, but I do. You know. <laughs> it's because I'm nice, and I don't hide that I hate your team. <laughs> That's true. Nikki, cheer, cheer me up, Nikki. I put a Liverpool gonna win. Yes, Christopher. Against Burnmouth, Chris. Chris, I said that they're going to win, but you still hate me. Chris, say it. No, I'm not gonna say it. No. Chest out, knees back, whatever. Okay, so yes, um, knees, but yeah. knees back. <laughs> Nikki, if you're, this is what we get people try and get people to do in this podcast. So your game against Verona this weekend. What I want you to do now, while you're sat with Jesse, is close your eyes. Uh huh. Stick, your, stick, stick your shoulders back. Don't do this. Stick your chest <laughs> out. Take a deep breath no, and say please, and say nothing can go wrong now. <laughs> See, I knew she, yeah. <laughs> I can confirm she did everything else you said. I really yeah. say. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> also too far. Too far. Everything's definitely going to go wrong. It's, <laughs> so it's fine. It's fine. Fair enough. Right. Um, okay, so Monday night is. Bro- yes. What? I said that your team would win. You know that, right? You did say my team. You did also say you hate my team as well. Yeah, well, I do. But I guess I also Nunez because she's smart and she loves me. I love him. (laughs) I gotta say, I love him so much. But I hate your team more than I probably (laughs) normally would because of what happened to us before with Roma. Wait a minute, which team? What happened? Oh, you remember in the Champions League? Uh, when Roma played Barcelona. Oh, um, yes! A famous comeback win. Well, that was the year before. Manolas! Yes. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I was happy for Roma because they went crazy, and I loved that. Yeah. We we did go crazy. It was you know, wild. That, that you guys game. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have a lot of Barcelona friends, and I felt bad for them while I was also celebrating. <laughs> yeah. That game, I'm used to that feeling. <laughs> yeah. I um, The first leg I took off of work just to hang out at the pub and watch the game, and y'all beat us, and, mm-hmm. you know, we were like, Story okay, of our lives. You know, we were all like, this, this is expected, like, we're not going to win, whatever. So I didn't even bother taking off work for the second leg. Oh. So, but... My boss very much knows I'm a football person. Like, I have two monitors. When I was in the office, had two monitors. So one, I would, you know, if there was a game on, I'd have the game on. Nobody cared. I work in the music industry, so it's very lax. <laughs> so I had the game on. And I was, at the time, um, sitting in this kind of open plan space where it was, it's a small space of, like, six other people with, like, maybe six offices surrounding me. 
everybody knows each other. We're all friends. We've all worked together for years. So they all know I'm crazy. <laughs> so I'm watching that game at my desk. And, like, slowly everybody around me is like, oh, my God, are you okay? Because as the goals are going in, I am, like, screaming my head off at my desk. Mm-hmm. Like, people are poking their heads out of the office, and they're like, what is going on? And, you know, somebody else would be like, oh, she's watching watching a soccer game. And they'd be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, when that last goal went in and everybody went wild, I, like, put my head down on my desk and Did I think cry? I cried. And oh, I cried, like, too. Are you okay? And I'm like, I am not in any definition of the word okay right now, you guys. <laughs> and I cannot do any more work. So. How were those last I 10 minutes? To show I totally you. cried. How were those last 10 minutes watching Roma then? That, uh, that like, game? I thought I was going to puke. Like, literally, <laughs> I thought I was going to puke at my desk. And I had, like, completely stopped working by then. Like, I wasn't checking my emails. I wasn't doing anything but sitting there watching the game by then. Because I was just like, I can't. I can't. I can't. We we kind of had the same experience because I was <laughs> oh. hyperventilating. I also felt like I was going to puke. And I also cried at the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, the difference of things like that normally do not happen to us. Because, you know, we're... You know, we're a very nice, like, we expect to get in Europe, but not necessarily the Champions League. And when we make it to the Champions League, it's a nice, you know, it's a good season, whatnot. You know, we're not a bad team overall. Like I said, we I expect us always to, like, kind of make some form of Europe. But so nights like that, when it's like, we are pulling off something that nobody expects us to pull off are kind of amazing as a Romanista. Does it make it's up like, for... you know, up there with, like, the one time I remember during Tolti's reign where we went to Real Madrid and, like, beat them 1-0 at Real Madrid. And everybody was like, nobody ever does expects Roma to do anything like nobody this. Nobody expects the Spanish <laughs> Did it make up for the 7-1 at Old Trafford? Did he make up for the seven one old Trophy? Yeah. You know, <laughs> see, we're more likely to fuck up that way rather than have a good day. So <laughs> That's true. Um right, okay, last fixture of the Premier League is Monday night, Brighton versus Wolves, eight o'clock in the Stephen Ward Derby. Uh Encisco, Ansifati and uh Tarek Lanty are out for Brighton. Brighton's last eight in the league, they've won four, drawn four, uh, at home and oh ah right, Nikki, at home. In the Premier League, Brighton have never won on a Monday. They've played nine games, drawn five, and lost four. Oh, my God. They just don't like Mondays? Like, no. <laughs> Not at home, anyway. Someone wrote a song about that. They did. <laughs> um, Wolves are unbeaten in their last five. But like we say, this is a Monday. So, Brighton, they're going to be... They're not going to be happy about that, are they? That is just so weird to have that kind of, like weird little like hex against you almost yeah that's so strange yeah is that gonna make any difference in 1230 kickoffs right (laughs) it's like barcelona in semi-final of the champions yeah that's true you know the other times we run it we're fine we make you all have the talking stick (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so who's gonna win this one brighton or wolves guys as a huge brighton fan even though I love Raul, I'm going with Brighton. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Raul? Jimenez. 
He plays for Fulham. Plays for Fulham. When the fuck did that happen? <laughs> In the summer. <laughs> Do you know why I paid attention to that? Because he too was one of the reasons I like wolves. <laughs> yeah, he was the hot man on wolves. I know. Exactly. All right, so I'm getting shit. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm with Brighton as well. Yeah, okay. Anyone going for wolves? No. No? Okay. Well, look. You. No. <laughs> no. That brings the end of our Premier League roundup, end of our podcast. Um, Nikki, thank you ever so much for joining us. I really, really hope you come back at some point. That would be lovely. Oh, thank you so much for having me and letting me go on and on about Roma, which I could talk about forever, obviously. Well, look, after I press stop record, can we talk about how Luciano Spalletti um, was never, ever, ever going to be able to ease Francesco Totti out of the club and actually did a really, really good job? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I love my Tolti 100% completely, but that boy, that boy made more problems for managers than he ever <laughs> had the right to do. Yeah, exactly. So, um, do you want to give your Twitter handle out in case people want to follow you on Twitter? Uh, yes, if you want my very unhinged football tweets and be warned, I talk a lot about which players are the most handsome. That would be Treble Nikki treble underscore nikki okay i just pressed my follow button there we go thank you <laughs> uh okay uh jesse and emma you're no longer on that there twitter are you no nope. we're living peaceful quiet <laughs> <lives. laughs> Very uh okay guys right well thank you ever so much thank you for listening and always remember to keep your man on the post <laughs>